0: Hi, everybody. This is Mike, and I wanted to, before we have our next podcast episode, talk to you about a new class that's coming up. This isn't a new class because it's the same Free Indeed class, but it's coming up this September, September 13th, for six weeks. September 13th is a Thursday. This is a live in person class, and this is what got started or what started Free Indeed to begin with four plus years ago. I've been through the class many times myself. Kirk is the guy who has created the class. In this class will change your life. Why should you go to this class? First of all, you want to be in the same room with Kirk. You want to hear him talk. You want to hear him teach. You want to hear him just dig into what has made him the man who he is today. And secondly, you want to find freedom. That class teaches you how to be free from pornography. So go to freeindeed36.com and register yourself for the next class coming up September 13th here in Parker, Colorado. If the sun sets you free, you are free indeed. Welcome to the Free Indeed Podcast, where we believe in freedom, reaching everyone, everywhere. Here's your host, Mike Hansen. Welcome back to the Free Indeed Podcast. This is episode eight of the Free Indeed Podcast, and it is great to be back with my brother, Kirk hmm. M. Samuels. Eight, are we really up to eight? We're up to eight. Wow. Eight. What is does eight have like a significance? Is that like one of those numbers that means something? It Has to, I'm sure it is. For some reason, I have in my head that the number eight, biblically anyway, means something about eternity. I don't know. But my about secret theory is that's why they did 88 miles per hour and Back to the Future because it's timeless. You Ooh. know, Ooh. that's a secret, not secret anymore. Now that Ooh. I put it out there you to broke our 15 it, man. listeners, you, you broke it. You broke it out. For anybody who may or may not have listened to our first numbers of episodes, we have a format that's sort of loose but fun to stick with. I ask Kirk a question. Uh, part of my growth is to become a life coach and i love asking great questions kirk is a great answer of questions and i found an answer to a
1: question it says the number eight in the bible signifies resurrection and regeneration it's the number of a new beginning Ooh, the oh, resurrection yeah. of Jesus is the ultimate new beginning. It said in the Bible that Jesus rose on the first day of the next week from the day he was crucified.
0: Nice. Boom. Resurrection, regeneration. So Somebody's going to listen eight, to this. A uh, eternity.
1: Somebody's going to listen to this thing and get some resurrection in their life. Whatever we, I don't even know what we're going to talk about, man, but whatever it is, I believe that somebody is going to listen to this and get some resurrection, some regeneration. I believe that. Somebody's right. going to hit 88 miles per hour. Right here in the next couple of minutes. Going to go back in
0: time. Boom. In their mind. That's going to happen.
1: That being said, I have no idea what we're talking about.
0: <laughs> I mean, I have an idea, but I don't know where it's going to go. Right on. We All right. Everybody ready for the question for our Let's illustrious teacher, Let's Kirk? I am the subject, <laughs> but not the message. That's right. All right. So our question today is, hey, if you could narrow it down to one Part or what part of your story do you see as turning redemptive?
1: Redemptive, wow. <sighs> help me help me break down redemptive. What do you mean by
0: redemptive? So, up until a few years ago, your story was anything but redemptive. It was more destructive, isolating, and you were stuck in a rut. And there was a lot of darkness around you. Mm-hmm. Um, you've said before that wasn't this has never been an issue of your salvation. It's been right. an issue of freedom for you, right? Um, but what about your living? Did it turn? When did it turn redemptive? When did it turn into shining a light for freedom? Yeah. Um, is there a name? Yeah. I mean, not a name, but a moment. Was is there a time when uh, it changed for you? You turned a corner. Man, I experienced several of those actually, and and to me, it's it it is
1: um, a new beginning. I mean, it is a matter of redemption in terms of getting redemption in terms of experiencing redemption, but it is. Um, It is something that I don't know that it happened once. I mean, I think I've experienced, I personally have experienced that in the back of my car when I hit my rock bottom, when I had a forty caliber hollow point three and a half inches away from my temple. Um, That was a rock bottom. I don't know if I would consider that redemption, although I obviously made it through that night, made it through that trial, so there's some redemption. Turned a corner. Turned a corner, yeah. Corner. But when I think of redemption, I think of, ha ha, I got redemption on that, whatever my enemy is. To me, redemption, I don't know, maybe it's too closely tied to I don't know, revenge or, or getting back at, I don't know, but to me one prime example is um, just What's today? Monday. So not even a week ago, um, I was actually working with a guy one-on-one and and, and uh, going through all the different lessons. And he happened to go through this. This happened to be lesson two um, of the six. And it was just me and him in the office, in, in his office, actually in a conference room and he was kind of having you know just some rough times personally and and i knew that this guy I, I i didn't know specifically where he was spiritually but i was pretty sure he wasn't where we were about to go spiritually um i mean you know he was he was really just getting really um intense in in a good way in terms of uh about the trials he was going through and um and, you know, he was, like, just cussing and fussing right beforehand. And in my back of my mind, I'm sitting there thinking, all right, God, how am I going to take this to that? Um, but, you know, to... to Boy, that's, that's week two of the class. That's week two of the class. here at the beginning yeah. of our podcast. Right. Um, and, you know, it was one of those things that I had to kind of get right within myself in terms of why I'm there. And, again, being the subject but not the message. And... Long story short, or a little bit shorter, um, you know, within an hour and a half, two hours later, this guy was praying a prayer that changed his eternity uh, for the first time. And I still, I don't even know if that has truly hit me, the impacts of when that happens. But every time we go through a week two of the class, whether it be one-on-one with a guy or whether it be in the room, I always feel a sense of redemption afterwards because I feel like I walk out of the room and I took back some of what my enemy tried to take from me. I feel like I I I got back at it. And that's the difference between offensive and defensive. And I think we might have talked about this in the past too of how are you living. You know, living defensive is just I'm trying not to fail. But living offensive is I'm trying to win. And what are you winning is is kind of that's the difference. In that particular case, winning a soul (laughs) i mean what you know what better prize is there to you know to to hold up not that it's mine but in terms of for the team winning a soul and so to me when i think of the word redemption and can i think of any opportunities or any moments where i've experienced redemption um that is one of them and that happens to be pretty recently it happens to be within the past week um but that was extremely (sighs) That was and even now and again I, I'm still not even sure the gravity of all of that really hits me. I mean, it's just like, you know, maybe it's maybe it's good that I don't know. <laughs> maybe it's good that I don't get, you know, I don't get really the gravity of that because, you know, maybe that would change my perspective. I just kinda I just go, you know, I stick my head in there and I just go. Um so when I think of redemption, yeah, I mean that, that kinda brings me back to the whole point of when have I experienced that? And that, to me, redemption is like, yeah, I got back. Not only am I not even supposed to be here right now, but I'm here, I'm still here, which I think are three very powerful words for anybody to say, I'm still here, if you've been through anything. But not only am I here, but I'm still here, but I'm out here kicking butt for God. And, And, you know, and it's, yeah, it's one of those things that when you hold up that sword, you know, that that sword is is a weapon, and we're supposed to be using that for big victories. And that happened to be
0: a very big victory. So when you, I would say, even still, things turning redemptive does imply, the question does imply a moment in time. And you're talking about moments that come as well. Because there is definitely a change when your your life goes in a different direction where you are doing things that are redemptive instead of destructive. And I think redemptive includes being giving instead of taking all the time. Uh, Redemptive means that you're now developing yourself in ways you haven't developed yourself in the past. It could be even just as easy as a mindset. Uh, You've had certainly those redemptive moments where things could have turned out differently and things could have been different where, well, you had a day when I want to make this a class. I want to make this something I can share with people because it's helped me. Um, what about some of those moments but I also see that you look something up what do you got I did I googled redemption um,
1: and it, you know, the meaning of redemption and this is Google's definition I mean this is just the, fir- the thing that comes back when you ask Google meaning of redemption it says the action of saving or being saved from sin error or evil <laughs> the example is God's plan for the redemption of his world
0: wow then um, the It says God's plans for the redemption of the world. It says
1: it right here. And then the second definition is the action of regaining or gaining possession of something in exchange for payment or clearing a debt. And so to that second point, when I feel like redemption, when I feel like I have redeemed, specifically after a week two class, it is getting back. That is like everything I went through. And this is, I think this applies to so many people that when you go through something, it's not for nothing. And I mean, it, you know, there, there's a reason why. And sometimes when you go through something, it's payment for something you're going to receive in the future. And when you're experiencing a trial, when you're experiencing a valley, when you're experiencing a down, a low, one of those days where you say, Why me? Why does this have to happen to me? Why does my life have to be this way? Sometimes the things you go through, it's just down payment. It's just down payment on a dream. It's like when you buy a house and you go in and you close and you make some kind of down payment. Um, it's just it's just making uh, an installment, if you will, on something that's coming forward in the future. And so had I not gone through all of the things I went through, this guy from last week <laughs> may not be
0: going to heaven. Think about that. I mean... That's deep to think about because... There's people's, I think the way God uses it, I think God uses our paths right. of redemption, like right. what yours is, to help influence others. I think that's the way God intended it to be. Yeah,
1: yeah. And, and again, it, it, when you look at it like this is for a reason, like there is a reason why, because otherwise you can just think you're an accident, you can think everything that happens to you is an accident, you can think that everything that happens happens to you as, a, as opposed to happening for you. And so in the grand scheme of the universe, could there have been a plan for this guy's life that
0: involved me being in the back of a car questioning my own? <laughs> exactly. <clears throat> I think redemption can happen in the least expected places. Right. And it, to us, and you know, I think one day we're going to look back at that moment, Kirk, when you're in the back of your car and there's going to be rejoicing in heaven that we will have we, you couldn't see at the moment i mean if there was a, a curtain that could have been t- torn away from around your car that mo- that night there was probably a bright light shining down on your car yeah well you know we we i wonder if we think or if anybody else is like me
1: <laughs> and think that you know forget that that you know god is not bound to space and time and so he's in the future as well as the past as well as the present always. And so when we're going through all of these things, it's, it's key to remember that God is not afraid of our trials. He's not afraid of our challenges. He's not afraid of the things that we go through, um, those, those valleys. He's not afraid of, of of what my health looks like or what my bank account looks like or what my relationship looks like or what my freedom looks like. He's not afraid of that in terms of the plan for your life. I mean, he can see beyond the moment, which we can't like, I have no idea what email or what phone call is going to come in tomorrow, but he does. And he knows where we're going to be in five years. He knows that, you know, this podcast is going to turn into a TV show. It's going to turn into a radio show. It's going to turn into a TV show. That's going to turn into a broadcasting network. That's going to turn into, I mean, he knows all of that stuff. And so, you know, he's not afraid. And additionally, Maybe he trusts us with the trial. When we go through these trials, maybe he trusts us that, like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to allow you to go through this because I know that it won't break you, that I know it'll make you. And, and, and so as we go through that kind of stuff, it's almost like, like a mother. Maybe she's entrusted with that baby to bring it into the world. Like to incubate that baby inside of her. But then maybe she's also trusted to go through the, the pain of the labor to push that thing into to uh, that thing, it's a metaphor, but to push that baby, that, that male or female, to push that out and bring it to life. And so when we go through trials, maybe it's just labor pains. Maybe it's just part of the process of us giving birth to something in the future.
0: It it's definitely a mindset. Right. If if we don't see something that's happening to us as a way and a means towards something that's better that's coming, I mean it can become a little hopeless. Yeah. Um, not just a little; it can become actually very hopeless. Yeah. And I wish we weren't continuing to see in the news these high-profile people that are taking their lives. But that's that's an example of somehow a person. And I thought to myself when I saw the latest story that you know for everyone that we read about. There's countless others that you just never read about. Absolutely. And it's just countless people who are seeing no redemptive value in their lives in the choices that they're they're making. And it was a split second decision for the most part with a lot of people, I'm sure. And it was a split second decision you made. uh, and I didn't mean to keep talking about this being your one redemptive moment, because that started the redemption path for you in terms of you're now redeeming and helping to redeem Other men, Mm -hmm. including me, was when I was your first person in your in your class uh, four plus years ago, and so you know we're that path of redemption. Tell me about that path of redemption as it relates to the path of freedom.
1: Um, first of all, I think freedom begins the same place where slavery begins, and that's in your mind.
0: Oh, yeah, definitely.
1: I think, you know, I mean, slavery and living a life of being trapped and being enslaved is a mentality, and so is freedom. And I think when you latch on to the slave mentality or slave identity, your life reflects that, and you don't experience, which is the opposite. When you latch on to a mentality of being free and a freedom mentality,
0: then your life begins to reflect that. So did you have to get to a place where you – believed you were worthy of freedom yeah Yeah. i mean true freedom begins with
1: belief (laughs) i mean true freedom has to begin with belief you got to believe something you they say you got to believe it before you see it you know but it's one of the things that you know and that's the kind of the the recipe for faith as well i mean but but yeah i mean freedom has to always begin with a belief that it's even possible and then a with a belief that you are free. You'll never see it first. <laughs> you will exactly. never you'll never ever see it first. Is you got to be it before you see it. And you got to be it before anyone else sees it by the way. And so it's one of the things that if you if you can't get to the point of being it, then it won't manifest in your life and it won't manifest in any, any other people's lives. And so that, that freedom mentality begins that freedom journey. And I think in, in, in the case of whether it be my story or many other guys' stories, that freedom journey, you know, is a series of road stops called redemption of, of just roadside, you know, running a rest stops You pull over at and you're like, yeah, you know, I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I made some progress. And so maybe redemption happens every day. Every day I wake up, maybe that's redemption. But for sure, every time I do anything, I mean us doing this right now is redemption. I mean, we're being offensive we're you know we're we're not sitting back just being passive. It's just two of us sitting here in my living room <laughs> um you know, but going out to the world, but you know and and this podcast is gonna outlive both of us. Oh, I believe that i mean literally i mean once it's it's in the you know in in the world once it's published. It'll outlive both of us, just like a book, just like a song, just like a a, a message, a sermon, all that kind of stuff. I mean, YouTube is going to outlive most people, and so is any kind
0: of podcast service. Yeah, I. What I'm hearing, and for the for the guys listening who have, are in this place of they don't feel worthy or they don't feel like they have value, that's what you're speaking to because it has to start inside where you have to make that mind shift that says, while I've made some bad choices, maybe you've made a lot of bad choices and you're living in the consequences. It doesn't change the value that you are as a human being, as a man. Uh, You might've ruined and burned all your bridges and ruined all your relationships. It still doesn't change the fact that you are a member of the human race. And as a member of the human race, You have had a price paid for you. That's our approach with free indeed here is we believe that your freedom has been purchased already. That should tell you that you're worth something. If you can hear this in my voice, and I know Kirk would echo it, uh, and that is you are worth freedom and it is worth you having that mindset to say, indeed, I can be free and I have the value as a human being to have uh, to to be redeemed enough t- going forward. Yeah. You know, you
1: definitely absolutely 100 percent positively are not going to feel a whole lot of things that you are. Um, yeah. You, you I mean feeling it is definitely I mean, that's way low in the totem pole that, that I mean, that even goes into week five of the class in terms of what I am. You know, I mean, there's a lot of things that I am that I don't necessarily feel all the time. And there's some days that I don't even feel free. (laughs) Like there's some this morning I woke up not feeling very free. Like I felt oppressed, like spiritually, like emotionally. And it was just one of those like for no reason. I mean, I didn't have anything to really complain about in life. Significant anyway. So, you know, if you allow your feelings to guide you, your feelings will always fail you. And so, yeah, feeling is way low on the totem pole. It's great when you can feel it. <laughs> and that's just a bonus. That's icing on the cake. But it, but in no way should you allow your feelings to dictate your identity. And, and in terms of the identity and in terms of redemption, we are all redeemed by Christ. Again, that's a, that's a week five kind of thing. I mean, redemption is ours. I mean, the price has been paid. We cannot lose.
0: Yeah, that is, that's the more objective side to freedom, And it is speaks to the Galatians five one, and that's part of our intro and exit. But you know, we talk about don't go back to it, right? Because it's it is a a complete mindset. Yeah, it
1: is for freedom that he set us free. Which, if you think about it, could have used any number of words there. It is for salvation. It is for righteousness. It is for sanctification. It is. I mean, you can use all kinds of biblical words in that spot. But it is for freedom that he set us free. So if I don't feel free and if I'm not free, then maybe a price has been paid back to the definition of redemption. Maybe a price has been paid for something that I haven't cashed in yet. I got a coupon for freedom. If I don't cash in that coupon, it's like a lottery ticket. You can have a winning lottery ticket all day long, but if you don't take it in, you ain't getting paid. And so, you know, freedom could very well be the same thing in terms of it's mine, but I got to cash that thing in. I got to do something and go get it. Now that, you know, that, uh, that can be kind of, I understand that if you're not feeling it, if you're not experiencing it, that can sound, you know, I, I used to be frustrated at guys that would just kind of say, well, duh, you know, dude, just do it. Just stop. And, and I can be frustrated. I, I used to want to punch those guys in the throat. Um, so I get how that sounds, but I can't deny the fact that I'm on the other side of the Mason-Dixon line. I am north of that thing right now, and I know that there is a world that I did not think existed when I was on the southern end of that Mason-Dixon line, when I was living in slavery. And so, I mean, being able to, to yell back across that from the north to the south to say, hey, man, freedom is possible. There's a whole nother level of existence that you don't even know about. Which you know, one of the hardest parts of I'm finding anyway, one of the hardest parts of me trying to you know, me trying to, for lack of a better word, preach this message, or me trying to reach guys is just the same struggle that Harriet Tubman had of convincing slaves that they were slaves. Because <laughs> if you don't know any better, you just think that's all that there is. But to be able to explain, like, no, I've been over there. That's that's the whole Martin Luther King thing. I've been at a, I've have been at the mountaintop. I've seen the promised land. And and so to be able to cast that vision is what it is. But, yeah, so many people, um, because they haven't seen it, don't think it exists. But I'm here to tell you that it does. I can't. I would be very hard for somebody to be more hooked and more addicted than I was. I just don't know how. I did not go a second of the day without not only the craving, but looking for every opportunity to act out. I mean, and I could. I mean, I was desperate for it. I mean, and so um without doing anything illegal or anything like that man i was i was pretty out there like i was i could not be alone <laughs> i could not be alone in my car in my home in anywhere and not act out not go pull up my favorite sites my go-to's and so i haven't been there and haven't been here where i can be home indefinitely or be by myself indefinitely and
0: and not go there i'm still tempted but jesus was tempted to being tempted in a sin yeah that's a that's a big one uh talking to people and, and if you're you know listening right now <clears throat> and temptation is very strong believe me we know how strong temptation yeah, is right uh that is not a sin and that is not committing the the act that's not medicating yourself right. it's just there present and it comes and goes, too. I know that as well. Temptation can come and be very close in, and then other times it's pretty far out. And I will say, for sure, it has something to do with people praying for you. I can tell you that. That, that makes it, has made a big difference for me. Um, when we're talking about the slave mentality, and uh, so I'm thinking about our history, and I'm thinking about the Emancipation Proclamation. And it was a piece of paper that was law, and it was read in communities that all they knew up to that point was slavery, and doesn 't mean it was agreed to either. I know there were plenty of communities in the South that never agreed to it. What about your Emancipation Proclamation? Did you come across anything like that that said, and we just recited a little bit of galatians five one uh, and then we have our foundation verse john eight thirty six um, that seems. Like a pretty good place to start for an emancipation proclamation for for guys like us. Yeah, those two are kind of yeah. Those are basically uh, two the two
1: pillars for me. I mean, when I stumbled across when the light came on, when that r- light really came on bright in terms of John Eight Thirty Six, with so the sun sets you free, you would be free indeed. I mean, and it's like okay, so then there's a difference between being free and free indeed. And to really have that light come on, and then and then galatians five one man it's just like yeah that that you know that that is that emancipation proclamation, but here's the to even relate it directly to even our nation's history. there were people that it took months for them to even find out or to even hear the Emancipation Proclamation, so there were people that were slaves. I mean, for an extended period of time before even realizing that they were free, before even realizing that slavery was was, was abolished, was banned. And and I wonder, you know, the parallel, you know, out there of anybody that, that just may not even know or may not even realize. I knew what my problem was, and I knew why it was a problem. What I didn't know was how to fix the problem, how to address the problem. And so that's why the class, that's why what— what what i teach what we teach in, in in the class and and then you know the the coaching that we do the coaching that i do and the coaching that you do is about the practicality of it all it's it's the how we don't mess around with a whole lot of theory in terms of well if you just you know if you just be a good guy or if you just pray harder no i mean we're practical about it because the how is the is the big missing ingredient for so many people
0: yeah and it's you know, we talked about it, or I mentioned it at the beginning of this uh, podcast, and if you can get to, and if you live in this area and get to this, this class, you will see some details and ways to find freedom uh, that you have not found before. Uh, we're about out of time. Do you have anything else you want to share when it comes to your redemptive side of your story? They may take our lives, but they'll never take our freedom. freedom. All right, with that, we will end our podcast. <laughs> I take that back. We're not ending the podcast just yet, because we also got to remember, how do we get in touch with Kirk? And uh, we're, we're going to talk about some other things that we have to offer through Free Indeed. But uh, what's your favorite website that you tell people to go to, Kirk? I try to keep it pretty straightforward because I'm a straightforward kind of guy. So
1: uh, for me, it's a one-stop shop kirkmsamuels.com k-i-r-k-m
0: the letter m samuels s-a-m-u-e-l-s dot com very good that is the best place to go if you want to learn anything about this thing called free indeed and the various things that we have to offer through free indeed as well until next time keep your freedom find that redemption Thanks for listening to the Free Indeed Podcast. Visit FreeIndeed36.com for more resources with deeper information and upcoming events. It is for freedom that Christ has set us free. Stand firm, then, and do not let yourselves be burdened again by a yoke of slavery.